After the loss to the Sacramento Kings, Willie Green said something in his post-game press conference that should worry you as a Pelicans fan. And it raises the question, should Willie Green be on the hot seat? Let's explore in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday game day for the New Orleans Pelicans. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team. They do play tonight. We'll recap the game, a must-win against the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving. We'll break that down on Thursday. In today's show, I want to talk about Willie Green. Hasn't been amazing this season after getting all of the love last year. And he has a quote, which I'll read for you in a second. After the loss to the Kings, I didn't see this when I was recording the recap show, but he has a quote that really makes you worry if you are a Pelicans fan or should. So the question then becomes, if he's struggling this much and we're seeing the Pelicans season slip away, should he be on the hot seat? And I phrase it like that as a question. Because too long didn't read, too long didn't watch, too long didn't listen here is he's not going to be on the hot seat after this year. There's no chance that they're going to fire him. But should should he be is a different question. So let's get right into this one. Here's the quote when asked if there's concern about what's happening to the Pelicans this season. And he says, quote, none. I don't have any concern about the way it's going. We've just got to continue to stay together, keep working and let the chips fall where they may. End quote. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Nothing about that quote is really good. And I get where he's coming from, and I'll explain that in a second here. But as the Pelicans are completely faltering since the Zion Williamson injury, since they were first in the Western Conference, that is not encouraging. What happened to them against the zone defense of the Sacramento Kings is not good. What happened in the loss to the Golden State Warriors is not good. What happened before all that is not good. The Pelicans are two and seven in their last nine games. They've won three out of their last 10, basically. That's not good. Why is this, we've just got to continue to stay together and keep doing what we're doing? You shouldn't be doing what you're doing when we've seen the offense just come to a grinding halt. And in fact, this team gets away from the things that they are doing well and doing well, good. That's Not okay for a coach, in my opinion, to kind of have this sense of complacency. I understand having faith in your squad. I like that in a coach. Trust your guys. Sometimes you're like, oh, call a timeout in the middle of the game. And the coach just, and this is generic coach, Popovich is known for this, doesn't and kind of just trusts his guys to go and figure it out. But that's for a couple of minutes in a game. This is the season slipping away, and the Pelicans are on the outside of the postseason looking in, the outside of the play-in tournament looking in right now. To say that you don't have any concern about the way it's going, 
it, do you see where you are in the standings? I, it, that's a maddening quote. That's a maddening quote to hear. And that does make me question the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. It's one thing to say, you know, yeah, we don't want to be losing. We're concerned that, you know, we're falling behind and we're going to have to dig ourselves out of this hole. And that's not always easy to do. You know, and then continue to say, we got to stay together, keep working, and things will improve. That's how you kind of keep the faith, right? Keep the company line on things. But to say, I don't have any concern about the way things are going, self-awareness here, look in a damn mirror about what's going on. You know, to to say that, you know, you've just got to keep working and let the chips fall where they may, like, you, you don't have to. You don't have to keep doing the failings that you're doing and then see if other teams around you failed harder. You know, I, I tell a lot of people this, you know, you don't need to let life just happen to you. You can go and live your life and make it the way that you want. If the Pelicans want to start losing games, make adjustments, make some tweaks beyond just a couple of rotation moves here and there. We've seen them just get away from off-ball movement, get away from Jonas Valanciunas, do other things that just aren't working. You don't have to just accept where you are in the standings and believe in what you're doing here. So here's a couple of numbers and stats that illustrate this really well. This year, when Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum are on the court with no Zion Williamson, they have a net rating of minus 13. That is an atrocious number. Per 100 possessions, they lose by 13 when B.I. and C.J. are on the court together with no Zion Williamson. Their most used lineup of those guys with no Zion is B.I., C.J., Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, and Jonas Valanciunas. It's a negative 21.6. Last year, B.I. and C.J. with no Zion because he didn't play all last year were plus 5.2. Plus six gets you to championship contention in the NBA. The most used lineup with Trey, Valanciunas, and Herb out there was a plus 7.1. So when you look at that lineup, it's a near 30-point swing in the wrong direction. It's a near 20-point swing with just B.I. and C.J. on the court by themselves. How do you go from being good last year to being this bad with that same group of guys this year? That's not really figuring it out. So what Willie Green is saying with that quote is he feels that, you know, they've done it before with this group. They've done it before with these two guys. So if they just continue to stay together, keep doing their thing, maybe they can get back to what they were doing last year and being like they were last year. There's a problem with that because there's some fundamental differences and it's not just simply staying together. In that loss to the Sacramento Kings, you saw a team give up, give up. They never at one point gave up last year like they have kind of recently, most pronounced in that loss to the Sacramento Kings just the other night. So while he's hoping for a return to that, and I get it, things aren't like they were last season. Things are absolutely different. And if guys are giving up, has Willie Green lost the locker room? Let's explore that coming up here next in today's episode of 
Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. I'm really excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise, your dreams can come true, and this game is definitely for you. You manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory, or not if you're a bad GM. You're responsible for hiring the right coach coaches and assistants that we've learned is important, trading and training players or not making moves at the trade deadline, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, and all the ups and downs of the season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want when you want to. We have a league. You can play with your friends. We have one for all the locked-on hosts, and it's leading to some pretty fun trash talk and also not a whole lot of work getting done for most of us during the day. It's that addictive. So if you want to stay close to your friends, talk a little trash see who the best GM is, you can set up a league. And Locked On Pelicans listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just go visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM, start your dynasty today. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team. The good, the bad, and today we are looking at head coach Willie Green. Now for your second listen, I can't get enough of that Derek Carr content with the Saints. Are they going to be good this year? Are they finally not going to have questions swirling around the QB situation? Is Carr good? Is he not good? Ross Jackson, host of Locked On Saints, breaking down everything black and gold and the new starting QB for your New Orleans Saints. Make sure they're your second listen today. So today on Locked On Pelicans, we're looking at head coach Willie Green. And let me know in comments down below. Do you think he should be on the hot seat? Do you want him on the hot seat? You know, and do you think they would actually let him go or not? Answer any of those questions down below in the comments if you want to support the channel. So we just went over the quote that he said, which just come on. So frustrating to not feel that sense of urgency and see just, you know, good man of faith there, but maybe a little bit too much in what is going on around this team and his guys to a certain degree. So as I said, you know, this team is different than they were last year. Expecting kind of a similar resurgence like they had post CJ McClellan trade, post all-star break, I think is wrong. The morale seems different. This team gave up, gave up, and they did, against the Sacramento Kings. So, has Willie Green lost the locker room? Because that's truly when a season is irreversible. And I'm going to say right now, none of us, myself included and you, know the answer to that question. None of us know the answer to that question because, well, I'm here, I'm not with the team. I'm not on the team. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not there seeing practices like the players and the coaches do. And we're not getting any sort of reporting that the locker room has been lost or anything like that. We haven't heard of a players only meeting or things like that. Truly guys just kind of owning up to things and Willie Green being included in all of that. So it leads me to believe that like, no, he hasn't lost the locker room. Guys might just quit in a certain game when things have just gone so bad and you're so demoralized and you shake it off and you move on from there. And that's what I'm hoping is going to end up happening from this loss to the Sacramento Kings. But you can definitely tell things are different. Things are different. 
The morale is different, and it's worse than it was last season. This is not a team that really seems to have a lot of belief in themselves, and you're seeing a couple of fractures take place. Doesn't mean, though, that Willie Green has lost the locker room. Also doesn't mean that he hasn't and still has it. He might have. We just don't actually know just yet. But you're seeing Brandon Ingram maybe not trust some of his teammates as much. He's trying to do more isolation hero ball, and he's the best player on the team right now, so it makes sense for him to do that, but not pass as much. You're seeing... C.J. McCollum, kind of the ultimate professional, right? You know, the guy that you kind of want being a leader in the locker room, trying to force things a little bit too hard, trying to get foul calls and not kind of play the game the right way. He's playing through injury. That's part of it, too. You know, you've seen Jonas Valanciunas be kind of like just pushed away from the team, pushed away from the offense, not really being used nearly as well as he was last year. And he has his issues defensively and doesn't really fit what the Pelicans are trying to do on that side of the ball. But if you're him, this probably can't be really easy for you. Trey Murphy, after excelling in the dunk contest in the Rising Stars game, was benched for a guy who had played all of two games with the team. Three games with the team? I forget what it was. You know, those type of moves take a toll on you. Being in and out of the lineup, a focal point and then not a focal point. And, you know, if you're a young guy that's like, I've been doing things well, and all of a sudden you lose all of your minutes, maybe Dyson Daniels is an example. Those type of things get to you. And so I think you can definitely see that there's some morale issues, those type of issues with the team a little bit at the very least. There's a little bit of frustration there, and it might just also be from the losing as well. But I do wonder, in the case of Jonas Valanciunas, if he's looking at this and is like, these guys aren't using me properly. I'm not being, you know, put in situations to succeed, which every player wants. And we want the head coach to do that. But very clearly, that's not happening right now whatsoever. You know, they need to be using Herb Jones more in dribble handoffs and kind of making him a threat in the offense. And they haven't been doing something like that. And it's just stand in the corner, shoot threes. Been shooting relatively well recently, but we know that's not necessarily going to last and they've got to figure out better. So does that get in his head? You know, we've seen him pass out of a lot of three pointers, probably because he just wanted taking these and hurting the team and looking bad. That's on the head coach. That is partially maybe losing the locker room, but not in the, the sense that these guys are tuning out Willie Green. I don't think that's the case. But to say we've got to just trust ourselves, stay together, keep working. I, I don't think that's going to work right now because I think if you do that, there's kind of enough apparent division with all of that, that it's going to lead to negative results and more losses, and it's not going to get things better. If this was the same kind of group last year that had a lot of belief in themselves, that had just kind of gotten over realizing Zion wasn't probably coming back this season, and they had to kind of band together and do it, and Willie Green was using guys in you know a, a proper way, I think that is a group that could go out and win games and kind of figure it out and get back to what they were last season. But you need to redo a lot to really get there. It's not just going to happen, again, unless you make it happen. This goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. You can't just let life happen to you. You have to go and live your life. You don't need to be passive when it comes to this sort of thing and hope. You're, the NBA, you're an NBA head coach. You can dictate what you want your guys doing. Whether they execute it well or not is a different question. But you don't need to just hope and believe in faith here. This is something that you can control. 
and wrestle and force it in the direction that you want it to go. Getting away from the off-ball movement and everything that worked in the first half against the Sacramento Kings is a choice. It is a choice. Even if the players aren't executing it well and you want them doing that, it's still an active choice by not pulling those guys or calling more timeouts and just hammering it in on what they're supposed to be doing. You saw the Sacramento Kings run a lot of set plays in the half court that Mike Brown was calling for them. Where was that from the Pelicans then? You know, you don't normally do that in the NBA. It's not like you're, you know, putting in play calls from the sideline like you do in the NFL, but sometimes you just got to do it. And where was that? And so the complacency, the kind of like passiveness from the head coaching staff in this team in general, I don't like. I don't like that at all. You know, I actively work on this show. I try and make the backgrounds look better. You know, I try and improve my audio quality. I'm always asking for feedback on how I can get better, try and make the show better for y'all. I'm not just hoping one day I'm going to be a better podcaster. You put in work, you make it happen. You know, I'm not, I don't have a read for built bars in today's show, but if I did, you know, I'd be telling you I wanted to lose some weight and get in shape. So I went and I did it instead of just hoping that one day, you know, the weight would fall off. But that's kind of what the Pelicans are doing here. That's what head coach Willie Green is doing with this quote. And I hate that because there's no reason for that. And it's only leading to negative results right now. And if he doesn't change that sort of mindset and have some awareness of him needing to step up, they're going to be out of the postseason. There's so much to play for. The stakes are so high and big for this team. And it's there for the taking. And they're like, yeah, maybe it'll come to us. You got to move towards it. But I don't think he's lost the locker room yet. I think there's definitely some issues. Nothing that doesn't get fixed if Willie Green kind of changes his approach. Play offense better. Use JV a little bit more. Keep guys in the starting lineup that should probably be in there because you have one shooter on the team. That type of thing is going to pay dividends long-term, and that kind of fixes those issues. But I don't think there's anything here like where they were just tuning Stan Van Gundy out and absolutely hated that dude's guts. So that, maybe we get there. Maybe we get there. Maybe they are there. But my perspective and kind of what I know and being around the team as much as I am, don't see that happening just yet or really at all this year. And as I said, Willie Green's not actually on the hot seat. But if he doesn't change his approach... Yeah, you can't have a head coach that's that passive and is just like kind of cool and chill with losing. But there is good to it. I want to remind people of that when it comes to head coach Willie Green. Let's look at that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by FanDuel. Stretch run of the NBA season is here. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored, threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Take the Pelicans under. Take Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram on the over for his points scored. You're going to get more money back for two things that are right now likely going to hit. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, the good, the bad. We're covering it here. If you want to know around the re- about the rest of the NBA, we got a show for you, too. On the Locked On NBA feed, wherever you get your podcasts and YouTube, Locked On NBA Game to Game. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. You know I do those minute videos. They're on Twitter. They're on YouTube. They don't get posted to the podcast side of things. All those, all of our hosts do that. It gets compiled into one show. So if you just want the local perspective as a quick recap around the league, Game to Game NBA is the way to do it. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. The Pelicans. Struggling. Willie Green making some very questionable decisions right now. As I said in the beginning, too long didn't listen, too long didn't watch. Um, He's not on the hot seat. He's not going to be on the hot seat. And you're certainly not going to let David Griffin pick another coach and have it be the fourth head coach under him. It's, it's going to be Willie Green for better or worse. Last year, it looked like for better. This year, it does look like for worse. And his inability to change the stubbornness that you're seeing, the, the, the true belief in this team, which I like, but knowing you've got to do more as an NBA head coach. Otherwise, what are you getting paid for? What are you doing here? If it's just like, these are the guys we have to go and do their things. Like, come on, come on. You, you can put your imprint on what these guys should be doing and try and turn things around. But if he doesn't have the, the realization that things aren't going well right now, that concerns me. And it does lead to the question of, should he be on the hot seat, even if he actually isn't going to be on the hot seat or not? And that's kind of what we're talking about here. Let me know, should he be on the hot seat, even if we know he actually isn't? Let me know in the comments down below. So some things in Willie Green's favor, because I don't think they should fire him right now. They have had a very strong locker room, a very strong culture, and they do, for the most part, other than you know, the past week or two, have tried really, really hard. And you love to see that from your head coach, getting the most out of those guys. Plus, the defense has been very good this season. Other than in transition defense, and again, bad offense leads to worse defenses, I've been saying. But getting Zion Williamson to commit and try on the defensive side of the ball, it's a big win in my book for the head coach. Same for Brandon Ingram. You know, keeping the team together that could have been tanking, could have been just not carrying it all, that really does say something. And again, I think that speaks to why he's saying we just got to, you know, stick to the plan. It sounds like Dutch from Red Dead Redemption 2. Got to stick to the plan, right? Have a little faith. That's not really going to work in the NBA. And it didn't go well. I don't want to spoil the game for anyone. Whatever. Yeah, it didn't go well for Dutch and everyone in Red Dead Redemption 2. So this year is different, and you have to hope that he recognizes that. But there's a lot of really good qualities in Willie Green. He does seem to get players' buy-ins really well. He's personable. He fits in with a lot of them. I do think having the experience of being a former player is something that's actually really important as an NBA head coach right now, and you're seeing a lot of players have uh, success with that. Uh, when they transition to becoming an NBA head coach, especially kind of a journeyman role player like that, maybe that can elevate the role players on your team. He can speak to them, get their buy-in a little bit more. And that's an area that the Pelicans can get a competitive advantage in compared to other places. But not being able to adapt is a real big concern here. And being too stubborn for your own good is a real big concern. And yeah, have faith in your guys, but also know when things aren't working and have that sort of awareness. Yeah, let me know what you think. 
Should Willie Green be on the hot seat saying all of that, or does the good outweigh the bad? We've seen a good offense. We've seen him optimize things around Zion Williamson. You know, they had success in the postseason last year. That's important too. But let me know what you think. Should he be on the hot seat or not? Even though he's not going to be, they're not firing him unless they fire David Griffin too. And then they fire the head coach and then bring in someone new. But I don't think that's going to happen. Gail Benson also loves Willa Green. So that I think is something that really does work out in his favor as well. Let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Enjoy the game tonight. Must win. We'll recap it tomorrow. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all then.